0: Kia ora and welcome to my new lockdown podcast, It's the Principle That Matters. Well, one week into our remote learning plan and most middle school teachers that I've been in touch with are coping really well with the changes and are super positive about the transition into our flexible and independent learning program. In this first edition of It's the Principle That Matters, I wanted to give a shout out to you, the teachers. All of us have unique situations as we juggle the many competing demands of working from home and we all need a coping mechanism in place for surviving the next few weeks until we're back at school where we belong. Until that day, we all need to take extra special care to look after each other and our own mental health. So, with that in mind, here are my top 10 strategies for improving your wellbeing. Number one, value yourself. Too often, teachers allow the voices of the many stakeholders in education to erode their sense of self-worth. There's never been a time when the teaching profession has not faced criticism. Perhaps now though, as we all adapt to life in our bubbles, there will be a realisation from many that teaching is indeed an art. So my advice to you, value yourselves for the unique skills that you have. Number two, keep your personal narrative optimistic. Along with a strong professional identity goes an upbeat personal narrative, This has never been more necessary than in the current lockdown situation. While it's not always possible to find a stunning success in every day, and no one ever achieves anything, everything on their to-do list, congratulate yourself for the things you achieve and celebrate the things that you've done well. There have been many success stories from the past week alone. Remember, the world's full of hard knocks and we don't need to give ourselves a hard time too. Number three, problem-solve your way out of difficulties. Research into teacher wellbeing makes a strong case for employing a cognitive approach over an emotional one. Breaking down the problem into manageable pieces is one way of combating the draining feeling of powerlessness that engulfs us when the workload seems too big or the criticism too hard to handle. Think of it this way. How would you get your students to problem solve? I think you all know the answer. Now do the same for yourselves. Number four, focus on the future. Again, more than ever at this time, we should be asking what can be done in the future? What learnings will we take from today in these unique situations that we're in to use in the time ahead and make things better for ourselves and for our students? Don't beat yourselves up about if you don't nail your Zoom class, instead use the experience to grow and develop. We always talk about not being afraid to fail and then we tell our students this, let's practice what we preach and celebrate our failures as preparation for the future. Number five, compartmentalize. The biggest problem with working from home is that work seeps into our evenings and weekends. In these new times, a new strategy is needed. Try to stick to school hours and make time for your family and for yourselves. Number six, use your commute wisely. Now I know this might seem an odd one, But many of us used to drive to work and listen to things like podcasts or the radio, probably far more exciting ones than this one. Don't lose that you time. There are so many great podcasts out there and so much to learn from them. The BBC have some amazing podcasts with every possible topic covered. Two recommendations from me would be The Infinite Monkey Cage. This is a podcast that combines science and comedy in a really absorbing and informative way. Another one I'm listening to at the moment is called The Assassination. It's an award-winning inside story and investigation into the death of Pakistan's former Prime Minister, Benazir Bhutto. Why not build into your commute time to your home classroom um, some time to listen to a podcast or to read? Something to stimulate your learning mind before you get into your teaching for the day. Number seven, share problems. Too often there's a fear of showing weakness and people battle on alone. Some of the most comforting conversations are the ones where we can let our guard down and confide our problems in others. Sometimes just getting the issue out in the open is enough. For some reason, it's very reassuring to know that even the most unflappable of us are furiously treading water beneath the surface. Never underestimate the value of a good moan. We all need to let off steam occasionally, and sharing with someone else can really help in this regard. Number eight, consult with your experienced colleagues. I've been so lucky in my career to know wiser, calmer people who can step back and take stock of things. A few hours in their company, chewing the cud, so to speak, can put the world to rights, even if it's only for a short time. Just being listened to does really help, and any assistance with solutions is always more than welcome. Number nine, have other interests. As we know, teaching can be all-consuming. We all need time off physically and mentally. Physical activity is the obvious outlet, and for once, we all have the perfect opportunity to include regular exercise in our daily routines. Equally, there are non-physical ways to stimulate ourselves. Why not start a Zoom book group or a film club? There's lots of ways to be creative. All you have to do is think. Finally, number 10, keep up your social networks. Friends and connections remind us that we're human, and groups keep us connected. We all have selves that are more than the teacher persona of the school day. Keeping up contact by any means available is a really good foundation for the networks that we tap into when we really need someone to talk to. Ultimately, we all need a self to come home to. Well, thanks for listening today. In the next episode, I'm going to be talking to various staff members and getting their insights and advice to help us all as we navigate these unprecedented times. Best wishes, and remember... Tough times don't last, but tough people do.